Welcome to the House of Health, a place where we discuss healthy eating, healthy thinking, healthy living to help you create a healthy lifestyle. I'm Chris. And I'm Anya, and we are going to be talking about all things health. We started this podcast with a desire to share our story in the hopes that we can be an example to those on a path to find a more holistic, healthy lifestyle, just like ourselves. Each week, we'll discuss a specific topic that falls under the umbrella of health. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's begin. Welcome back. Today, Anya and I are going to be talking about our workout and our meal eating routines. Now, this is one of our favorite topics. We love talking about these things because it's so ingrained in our life. But I'm not the one that's super organized. So we're going to start with the one that kind of knows what she's doing when it comes to a calendar and uh, ask Anya. Anya, how do you do it? How do you plan your day? Hmm. Well, since we're talking about workout and meal plans, I'll start with my workouts. Um, Usually every Sunday, I will plan my workouts for the week, either Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday, just depending on the week and if I have something going on that weekend or not. But yeah, so every Sunday I'll sit down and I'll plan out what my workouts will look like how do you plan it out what do you mean how do i plan it out like how do you keep track of it what does it look like tell me more i want to (laughs) know i don't share all my secrets (laughs) okay well if you had to give me a little nugget how do you organize it all i have an iphone and so i have a running notes section page whatever you call it okay and i just have like the dates of the week so like december i don't know you know fifth through the 12th and so i'll have monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday and then under each day i'll write out what my warm-up will look like what my main set will look like and then if i want to do a cool down or i'll just stretch on my own afterwards awesome um yeah so that's what that looks like and i love that because i know i know how long each one's going to take so i do a lot of peloton classes so i know okay i'm gonna do five minute warm-up i'm gonna do a 30 minute run or a 30 minute ride and then i'm gonna do like a 20 minute strength class so i know right there that's just about an hour so then i know the night before what time i need to get up and i can plan my workout so i have enough time to get that in so i can do everything else in the morning before i leave for work so I find that really helpful to plan it out and have times next to each workout, like how long it's going to take you. That way, you know what time you need to get up so you have enough time to complete your workout and shower, get ready, make a nutritious breakfast, and then get ready for the day. You got to start your day off with a nice (laughs) nutritious breakfast, right? Yes, definitely. So yeah, that's a little bit about how I plan my workouts. Do you want to talk about how you do your workouts? Me? Well, I'm a little bit more go with the flow, (laughs) all right? But um, I like to, for me, it's all about having the workout already written ahead of time. So I don't do my Peloton workouts or anything like that. I I write my own sets. I do a lot of free weights and lifting that way. Wait a second. Are you dissing my Peloton workouts? I'm not dissing your Peloton (laughs) workouts. Don't worry. It's just not my style. I have Mm -hmm. to... I have to do things the way that I like to do them <clears throat> so that I can be successful and I can enjoy my workouts, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, everyone has their own preference. Anya likes to do it with 
um, a Peloton instructor that's telling her what to do. I like to do my workouts with myself and my own mind and really focused on what I'm doing. So um, I like to have my sets written ahead of time. That way I can just follow it straight through. Um, I know what the focus is going to be. And I know that I'm working specific muscle groups. And as long as I'm getting a holistic um, focus for the week and for the month, uh, that's my goal. And then if I go on runs or, or bike rides or something, um, those are all going to just be me just running and me just biking. I don't have any, like, this is going to be a long one. This I do it based on feel. Um, just from... You know, and, and this is where we differ a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know that Anya likes to have that structure, but I need to know how my body's going to feel. Now, I don't get in there and I give myself like a, oh, I don't feel very good today. So <laughs> I'm going to take it easy. My feeling is, oh, okay, today I'm going, you know, hard or today I'm going all out. <laughs> Those yeah. are kind of the differences <laughs> for me. Yeah. All right. But so... I make sure that I have my plan. I know what I'm going to do on that day. And then for me, the big thing is um, I don't always have the mornings available to Mm -hmm. do my workouts. So I make sure that I have time planned in the day where I can do my workouts wherever it needs to be. So I prioritize things a little differently. No matter what, I know that I'm going to get that workout in Mm -hmm. and I'm planning for it. Yeah, for me, if I don't get my workout in in the morning... I don't typically do it just because that's just how my body is and how my brain works. I just love doing it in the morning and then being done with it. But yeah, every time I've tried working out like in the afternoon or in the evening, I just feel more sluggish because I have more food in my body and a little bit more tired because I've like gone through my day. But it's great for people who can work out any time of the day. I wish I was one of those people. But (laughs) see, you have to just know because I know that I'm a morning person and my workouts have to be done in the morning. So I think if you can figure out like the best time for you to work out, that's probably the first step in planning your workouts. And I know that Anya, your your workout time is your happy place Mm -hmm. and Mine is too, but mine is also, it allows me, it's almost like a meditative state. When I'm working out, I like to be like in my own little world Mm -hmm. and it allows me to decompress. So doing that in the morning, I love doing that in the morning, but it's not necessarily when it has to be. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm having a long day and I get to get a workout in, I feel rejuvenated and ready for the rest of my day. You know, so it kind of gives me right. energy. So that's what I like about having that fluidity in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's a good point for people who can kind who of fluctuate. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that that's not your style. And yeah. I'm not <laughs> knocking that either. It is, if you are struggling to maintain just a good workout habit, mm-hmm. doing it in the morning, hands down, the best way to do it. Yeah. Yep. There's no excuses and there's like nothing else standing in your way. How did you get into the habit of just doing it every morning? That's a good question. Um, I think because we talked about, I think last week about like our growing up and playing sports, just Mm -hmm. swimming and having those morning practices. Um, Like Saturday mornings, we don't always have practice. And I just loved having the rest of my day to relax or do things I need to do, like homework when I was younger, things like that. And not having like it over my head, not in like a sense of I don't enjoy working out. It's just 
I know I need to do it and I know I love doing it. So if I can prioritize it, then I feel like I'm really putting myself first. And that's what I love about it is I am the first person that I take care of in the morning. And I think that's so important because the rest of my day is putting other needs before my own at work or, you know, cooking dinner for the family or, you know, taking care of our animals or, you know, helping out family members. So really the only time that I have specifically for myself is my workout. And if I can do that in the morning and fill my bucket first, then my bucket's full for everyone else. There you go. So I think that's kind of how I long-winded answer of how i work out in the morning <laughs> awesome well nope you gotta take care of yourself first yeah. so you can take care of others it's like putting the mask on on the airplane right yeah, yeah exactly if your bucket's empty then you have nothing to give to other people so yep awesome well what happens if um let's say something happens and you're not able to get your workout has that ever happened um yes i would say when it does happen, I either try to plan that day as my recovery day or I know that I'm not going to be getting a lot of movement in in the morning and I know that I don't like working out during the day or in the afternoon or in, in the evening. So I try to walk a lot more that day. So I still feel like I was active. Um, so yeah, I either just take it as a recovery day or I try to just get more steps in. So I feel like I'm still getting lots of movement in. Awesome. There you go. Moving yeah. throughout the day, super important. But that's our workout routine yes. and how we differ a little bit and kind of got that locked in place and mm -hmm. take care of ourselves because there is no right way other than the way that your body needs it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And the thing that works best for you. So a workout is a workout. That's all that matters. Give yourself the goal of how many times you want to work out a week and then I think the biggest thing is making sure that you prioritize it. Yes, definitely. Right. It's in your calendar. It's it's in the books and it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something that I heard recently that really hit home for me and I'm sure Chris, this might hit home for you too, is um, we are so good at maintaining commitments that we make to other people. But when we make commitments to ourselves, we break them so easily. Why is that? Why do we keep commitments to other people? But if we make a commitment to work out three times this week and then someone gets in our way and we break that commitment, why aren't we keeping commitments to ourselves, you know? It's a, uh, it's a valuation of your own time for yourself. A lot of time we give our time to other people, take it away from ourselves. Yeah. You know what I like to think about? Hmm. So working out is an investment of your time for you to gain time in the future, right? So right. if you're healthier, then in theory, you should live longer and be able to do more things in the future. So your workout time is an investment of time now for you to have more time in the future. And I like to think about it like this, an appointment that I have to work out now is an appointment that I have with my future self mm. and each time I skip that appointment I get one less hour one less day whatever it is in the future wow it's a very deep way to think about it yep <laughs> that's the best way to think about it <laughs> no it's true it's think about your future and also it's not just an appointment with yourself but your kids if you have kids you're mm -hmm. you know your yep. kids are younger than you so the more time that you have 
for yourself, the more time in the future you're going to have with them. Yep. Beautiful. Large implications. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, so that's the work outside. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about how you plan your food and your meals and all that stuff. It's very similar in the sense that I will sit down once a week and plan out next week's meals. Um, Every single meal? Yep. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Snacks? Snacks, yes and no. Sometimes I kind of wing it. But Whoa. I know, right? You wing it? I wing when it. do you ever wing it? <laughs> I take my snacking very seriously. <laughs> I um, think that, do, can you call it winging it if you have it in the drawer at work? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I know you've got your little snack drawer at work. I do, yeah. It's like only for me and no one else. What's in that snack drawer, by the way? Just tell, just tell uh, everybody. Um, right now I have some... Simple Mills, they have like these honey cinnamon cracker thingies that are, they're just okay, but I love chips and they're kind of like a healthier alternative to like potato chips. So, got a little crunch. Yeah, a little crunch. Awesome. And it's also kind of folly with like the cinnamon and mm-hmm. graham. So, yeah, anyways, you just took me on Side a little note. tangent. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I will plan our meals because Chris doesn't really care. Like, what we eat as long as it's filling and nutritious and delicious so i kind of take the reins when it comes to planning what we're going to eat because i'm more picky than he is mm-hmm. um as long as it's edible <laughs> yeah chris will eat it <laughs> <laughs> except for that one dish that you made that was like cardboard that one time when we first started oh yeah the, being, yeah plant-based yeah plant-based <laughs> it was bad we put like too much um what was that spice? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. It was the one that makes it fennel. Fennel. Yeah, we put way too much fennel in it. Note to self, fennel is very, very potent. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. Side note again. Continue. Back to the conversation. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I sit down and I plan our meals for the week. Um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, I usually just have like three or four meals that... I know are filling nutritious and will get me through till snack time. So I kind of just rotate through those. Um, and then lunch, I usually try to plan lunch around dinner leftovers. That way I'm not having to prep dinner and prep lunch. Cause I've tried trying to prep my lunches since I work in the office. It's really hard to try to prep lunch and dinner separately mm-hmm. I love having dinners that have leftovers because that's just such an easy lunch for the next day. And it saves me like an hour in the kitchen, which is an hour of workout time. So um, that's kind of like how I meal plan. Getting more into like the specifics of each meal. Being plant-based, Chris and I really had to sit down and figure out, okay, these are the nutrients that you that we were getting from, you know, chicken, beef, eggs, dairy, things like that. Um, so how can we get those in plant-based foods? And so we kind of have this list of things and like our top foods that we need to make sure that we have every day. And I try to plan our meals around that. Um, so like for breakfast, um, it's usually like We'll have like a lot of porridge. We'll make sure we have like berries that have a lot of antioxidants in them. 
hemp seeds that have a lot of protein, chia seeds, healthy fats. Um, we'll do like a nut butter toast sometimes with like banana on top. Just like making sure that we're getting the nutrients that you need because with a plant-based diet, it's really easy to not get the nutrients that your body needs. So we have to be really mindful of that. Don't forget about your avocado toast too. Yes, avocado toast is delicious. And it makes a really good dinner dish. Yep. What were you saying the other day about avocado toast, Chris? Well, I was <laughs> just saying that, you know, you can have avocado toast in the morning and it always tastes like avocado toast. But when you have it at night, there's some amazing transformation <laughs> where it tastes just 20 times more delicious. <laughs> I have no idea why. It is just you just can't get enough of it in mm -hmm. the evening. I, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So if you ever want to try something and you're like, I just want something that's like a good comfort food in the evening, avocado toast. No jokes. Yeah, I definitely think that it needs to be on sourdough bread, though, to, to reach that level of, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Some good, nice, fresh sourdough bread from Anya's mom. There we go. Yes, my mom makes really good sourdough bread. That she does. And you can always top it with hemp seeds and pumpkin and, seeds. Yep, don't forget the pumpkin Because you're getting... They're called pepitas, too. Pepitas. Yep. See? <laughs> um... <laughs> So, so yeah so or like microgreens microgreens are packed with nutrients because yep. i don't know the science behind it i'm not a science whiz but i just know that they're chris can probably speak more to this but they're packed with nutrients they're just like little mini vegetables that are delicious yeah microgreens are amazing yep. and they are nutritious they're delicious and you know you have a little trick when you're using microgreens as greens as well right if you put them in the freezer yeah what i do now because they go bad really really quickly and chris and i they're expensive they're not cheap so chris and i would be buying them and then we'd like not be able to keep up like eating them so i was reading we um linked this book a couple episodes ago but it was we'll link it again we'll put it in the show notes yeah it was um the one what was the title of it the proof is in the plants. Yes, thank you. The proof is in the plants. And uh, the author was writing about how he will just take his microgreens and he'll just freeze them and then he puts them in his smoothies. And I was like, wow, that's a really great idea. Like I already put spinach in my smoothies. Why can't I add microgreens? Like they're so small and you don't even taste them in your smoothie. So that's a really great trick, tip, hack. Yep. And it also unlocks the nutrients in it a little bit more too. Yeah. So as soon as you get them from the store, like they're really, really fresh, just put them in like a freezer bag or something like that. We have like reusable mm -hmm. uh, zipper pouch bags. We just throw them in there and put them in the freezer. And every time we make a smoothie, we just take a handful of them and put them in the blender and off we go. Yep. No, it's wonderful. Yeah. But avocado toast at night definitely a thing mm -hmm. add either you know the hemp seeds add the pumpkin seeds add the microgreens on top and it's just really really great for you and it's delicious and one thing that we we're bringing up is we had to really sit down when we started being plant-based and figure out what nutrients we needed more of to make sure that we were supplementing well and so one of those things it is that we've got to make sure that we have all of the different, you know, we're not having eggs anymore. We've got to have omega-3 and 6. And 
you know, that comes from the chia seeds and we're getting a little bit of that from the avocado as well. And then we also have Brazil nuts that we throw in each one of our mm-hmm. smoothies um, because we're, we want to make sure that we're getting all of the right nutrients and balancing everything back out. So definitely for us, it takes a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, if you eat meat, then it can be even easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you say? I mean, you didn't always used to do this, Anya, mm-hmm. right? So what really pushed you into sitting down on a Sunday night or something and writing that all down? Um, I think it's, there's a couple reasons. One, we save a lot of money at the grocery store when we have a plan because we're not just like, I know myself, I'm very like creative. I'm all about like trends or what looks good at the grocery store. So it's like, oh, this would be really good like for this or this would be really good for that. And so next thing I know, I have like food for 10 meals that we're just going to be end up throwing away half of it because we're only two people. We can't keep up with that much food. So having a plan, I forgot to mention this too. As soon as I write the meal plan, I create a grocery shopping list based off the ingredients that I need. And then if I have it at home, great. I don't have to buy it. That way, again, like you're saving money, you know exactly what you need. You don't need to buy anything extra. You know, it's going to get you through the week and you're going to be all set. Um, so that's one reason it just it's ended up saving us quite a bit of money i would say having a plan do you write this all down on paper yes i have like a ten dollar like notebook thing i bought from amazon that has um the week the days of the week and then breakfast lunch dinner a line for each meal and then on the other side there's like a shopping list which i don't use i just use my phone just because it's i can like a little hack is you can go into your reminders and you can set like some sort of like list thing. Yep. And then you can check it off as you go in the grocery store and then disappear. So that way you're like, uh, did I really get this? I don't know if I got this. And the next and you thing can you know, share it too. yeah. Like, so Anya and I, we have a shared reminder that, mm-hmm. um, you know, from time to time I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to go in and I'm going to add this or we'll be having a conversation and Anya will be like, Oh, we need to get that from the store. Will you add that to the list? So mm-hmm. Either one of us can bring it up on our phone. Either one of us can edit it, change it, add to it. And that just keeps everybody on the same page. Yep. And if Chris is out shopping and he gets something and he checks it off, it disappears on my list too. That way we're not like duplicating items. So that's great too. Um, Also, it saves us a lot of time. Like I was saying earlier, if you plan dinners to be large enough to have leftovers for lunch, then you don't have to think about your lunch and that just saves you time. It also saves you money because you already have food at lunch at work if you're working in the office. So you're not tempted to go out and buy lunch and you're also not skipping lunch, which is even worse. (laughs) It's also healthier for you to eat your stuff that you make at home than Mm -hmm. to go and get the stuff from, you know, a restaurant or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think my last reason too, we touched about this already, but being plant-based you just need to be a little bit more mindful and a little bit more organized of what you're eating and so having a plan and being able to see okay these are all the foods and this is all the nutrients that we're getting from these foods so i think we're set for the week um that's really helpful too so yeah yeah that's why and the other thing with that as well is what we found was we would with great intention buy a lot 
of vegetables. Mm-hmm. But then we wouldn't, we'd use like half a cucumber or we'd use, you know, three out of five bell peppers. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have to throw the other ones away because they would have, they would go bad because we wouldn't right. use them fast enough because some of the recipes that we were having didn't have them in it. So what we started to do was with that that plan of what we're having for the week, we're able to know, okay, we need to get four bell peppers, not five, not seven, not two. We need four. So that way we never ended up needing, but we also don't end up wasting. I mean, mm-hmm. last time we threw food away, it was a long time ago. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often yeah. anymore. So it really helps make sure that you're not wasting. It really helps to save a little bit of money. And the reminder hack is so, so helpful because the other thing is when we both go to the grocery store together, I'll tackle one side of the store, mm-hmm. Anya will tackle the other, and then we're just checking things off the list as we go. And if Anya sees something that hasn't been checked off yet, she grabs it. Yep. And so it's really efficient when mm-hmm. when you're out there doing a tag team, if you can both see the same list that is completely up to date. Yeah, it's great. Another thing too I wanted to add was talking about like nutrients and like being plant-based and needing to just be more mindful. One thing that I love about being plant-based and you don't like necessarily need to be plant-based to do this, but there's quite a few recipes or like meals that we still eat that we used to eat when we were not plant-based that have way more nutrients because we're a lot more mindful like for example, our like waffle slash pancake recipe, we used to just buy the Trader Joe's mix and then you just add like water and like an egg or something yeah. like that or like milk or something. And like, it's fine, like, you know, on occasion, but there's not a lot of nutrients in those mixes. It's just kind of like, in a sense, like empty calories and then you're hungry like an hour later. Yeah. What would used to happen when we had those waffles on you? <laughs> we would eat them and then we would be like starving in an hour and then it was like now we're just eating a lot of food but now we have this recipe and it's got rolled oats it's got applesauce it has um spices almond milk we can even add protein powder to it and instead of an egg we use a flax flax egg egg. yeah and flaxseed meal is really good for you as well Mm -hmm. and they taste so good like they're they're not gross like if in my opinion, they taste better than just like plain waffles or pancakes. Yep. Um, and another one too is like oatmeal or like our porridge. I literally just used to do like oats and water and then brown sugar, which it's not great. But I mean, oats alone have like quite a bit of protein, which is great. But then I also now we're using almond milk or soy milk, which has protein and calcium in it. And then we also add chia seeds and hemp seeds and we top it with berries. So you're getting the antioxidants and it's a little bit of spices. So we're eating lots of plants and that it's just amazing. So anything that you can do to try to get more plants in your diet, regardless if you're plant-based or not, little things like that, like tweaking, you know, pancake recipes or oatmeal recipes to have more plants, you are going to feel so much better. Yep. And we're going to add the uh, pancake recipe in the show notes too. Yes, we. Uh, it's from Ambitious Kitchen. Yep, wonderful. Yeah, we just made it plant-based. Yep, just a couple tweaks. Mm-hmm. All right, but um, one thing that I wanted to also bring up was making sure that 
when we're planning everything out, Anya, and you're you're sitting down, you said something really important that typically you'll take the leftovers and you'll use it for lunches, mm-hmm. right? And we just had a conversation about this, about leaving leftovers in the microwave because mm-hmm. we have two cats mm-hmm. and the cats, we love them, but they, they will go for leftovers and yes. we don't like to cover them until they're cooled down enough so that they don't suction the lid to the top. Right. So... Um, one thing that we do that is actually a little hack that I've never thought of, and I wish I had, but Anya sets the timer on the microwave <laughs> so that when we put food in there and mm-hmm. it's hidden and you might forget about it, it goes off and it reminds you to put it in the fridge. That yep. way it's uh, not going bad or anything like that. Right. Especially if you're putting like meat or like dairy products, like a mac and cheese or something like a pasta in the fridge and then you leave it there overnight. That's not something that you you're mean in the microwave. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> in the fridge. <laughs> supposed yeah. to go in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to go in the fridge. If you leave it in the microwave, like you leave it in the oven just to like not be out and about, but then you forget about it, you're gonna have to throw that away the next day, and that's a huge waste. Bummer. Yeah, it's upsetting. So, yeah. So if you have leftovers and you're not ready to put them away yet, just throw them in the microwave and set the timer for like 30 minutes, and then it goes off, and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to put the food away, and works great for us. Great. Yep. So do you plan out the timing of your meals? Like when you're going to eat them or how do you do that? Um, a little bit. I breakfast is just like whenever I finish my workout shower and then I come down and have breakfast. So that one's like just based off of that timeline. Lunch, I try to have like between 1230 and 1:30 at the latest. And I always have a snack between that. And then dinner, it's, I usually try to eat before seven just because I like to have like around 11 to 12 hours between dinner and then breakfast the next day. Um, How come? Um, I found that it's kind of like a mini fast. And so it kind of gives your body some time to just like rest and not feel like you're constantly digesting food. And so, like, yes, I'm very hungry by the time I finish my workout and I go down for breakfast. Um, But I don't feel, like, sluggish in my workouts. And then I don't wake up feeling like there's still food in my stomach or, you know, digesting. So that's kind of, like, why I do it. I just feel, like, lighter and honestly more energized in the morning because of it. And then, yes, I am more hungry. But then, you know, I can have a really big nutritious breakfast and then I'm like good until lunch and it's just like a really great cycle for me. Yep. Awesome. Well, sounds great. And mm-hmm. do you plan your snacks in there at all or not? Um, I mean, I, like I said, I love to snack and <laughs> I sometimes snack too much. Um, <laughs> Is there such a thing? Yeah. I just don't like like feeling like I'm really, really hungry. So I always feel like I need to have like a little something so I'm not starving. But that's like a whole nother topic. But yeah, I just try to have a snack. Like I try to have breakfast like around 7-ish. And then I snack around 10, 10.30. And then I'll have my lunch between 12.30, 1.30. And then I'll snack at like 2, 3-ish. And then I try to wait until dinner around like 6, 6.30. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's it. Sounds great. It's my plan. I love it. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, um, I love I love that 
you're so organized. You got everything planned out, Anya. And, you know, that's the secret to your success is that you know exactly what what you're going to do. You know exactly what your workouts are and you've got it all lined up in your calendar. Yeah. Yeah, it works great. And again, like like you said, like you're not as structured and that works great for you. So I think it's just finding what works best for you just because it works for me or it works for Chris doesn't mean it's going to work for you necessarily. And if my way or Chris's way works for you, then that's great. And we're really glad that we could help. But just know that everyone's different and this is all customizable to you and your needs and your family's needs. And yeah. Whatever your preferences are, whatever style you use, just remember that it comes down to one, like I've talked about before, providing your body with fuel and energy. But the other thing is you want to find the food items that you like the most that are healthy. So one thing that the biggest piece of advice I can give you is snacking is what can make or break us and Anya brought it up that she snacks and it's not a bad thing to snack in fact Mm -hmm. I snack a lot Mm -hmm. but it's what you're snacking on a lot of the time it can be empty calories or things that are you know high in sugar high in salt um, and are just built to make you crave more and more of them so you eat more and more of them Mm -hmm. whereas me all, all, my one rule of our fridge is it needs to have apples in it. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Why? Because that's the easiest thing for me to grab and go when I need to take a snack with me on the road. Mm-hmm. It's just grab an apple and go. And it's got a crunch. It's got a little bit of sweetness. It's satisfying to eat because you get to eat all of it. It's, it hits all of the great things and it's healthy. Yep. Chris loves his apples. Oh, my gosh. Yep. You just got to find what works for you and what is healthy. Yep, exactly. All right. Yeah. Just play around with it. You know, if it doesn't, one week you try one thing and it doesn't work, don't get discouraged. Just try something else. Yep. It's all about just keeping going until you find, we talk about this all the time, we're creating a healthy lifestyle. Yes. Something that you can maintain, not something that's going to be able to be sustained for you know a couple weeks or a month it's what you can do for life mm-hmm. exactly awesome yeah so if All you have right. any questions about us or what we do or any you want any other tips or tricks or hacks just send us a message and we'd be happy to help yeah we are we <laughs> love to get those questions we love to help people and we love to support you yes all right so all right. hope this was helpful and we can't wait to see you next week Thanks, guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we will be back here next Tuesday for a new episode on the House of Health podcast. Please download and subscribe to our podcast to help us reach more people. You can find us on Instagram at thehouseofhealth underscore. And remember, we only get one body, and it's up to you on how you fuel it, cherish it, and challenge challenge it. Thank you.